Once upon a time, upon an island in the middle of a lake, three public stewards joined forces to protect a small town's independence and start a podcast. I'm Superintendent and Coroner Baby Smith Jones Johnson. I'm Fire Chief and Historian Gil Gilman. I am Mayor Manny McDermott. And this is Yolkenbeck. Hello, comebackers, and welcome to another episode of This is Yolkenbeck. It's a beautiful Wednesday here at Yolkenbeck Town Hall, and I am your mayor, Manny McDermott. And I'm your superintendent, baby, Smith Jones Johnson. And speaking of comebackers, the comebackers football team is playing a scrimmage tonight against themselves. Everyone come out and support the comebackers. And I'm your fire chief, Gil Gilman. Uh, I've had a little bit of a cold this week, but I'm getting over it. Thanks for asking. Gil, baby, it's so good to be back in this room with you. I know we work together every day, but there's just something so exciting about sitting down, sitting at the mics, and talking about this beautiful town that I now get to call home and the ways in which we are going to lev- to levitate upwards to a new reality uh, where we have a bigger population, bigger dreams. So this morning I was thinking, you know, what inspires us to do this work? And for me, I I was walking by the Pump Palace and I happened to bump into Linda Graybill. And I'm sure all of you out there know that name because I know I'm the newbie here, but Linda's 103 years old. And she told me that every day for the last 74 years, she has been there at her food stand selling popsicles. And like even on a day like today where it's pretty warm, they're just perfectly frozen. And I asked her, you know, how... How, Linda, how do you pull that off? And she joked, oh, honey, it's the antifreeze. Um, well, at least I hope that was a joke. Well, uh, Manny, it's funny that um, you should bring up Linda and timelessness and traditions because Linda was actually our very first Little Miss Cornhole almost 100 years ago. Is that true? So she became, uh, you know, I knew she was uh, a Little Miss Cornhole. But uh, I didn't realize she was crowned that when she was three years old. That's uh, that's crazy. It, see, it started out as a sort of uh, Gerber baby situation. And little Linda, she had the biggest, flappiest little jowls on the island. And the founder of the pageant, my mother, uh, Agatha Smith-Jones Johnson, she said, yes, this one will do quite nicely. And Linda was crowned Little Miss Cornhole. Can we... Can we back up a second? Are you saying Little Miss Cornhole? Little Miss Cornhole. I I I think I'm enunciating uh pretty decently. Uh, maybe I should. Yeah, as you as you know, baby, I, I've only been here a few weeks. I'm still um, digging into Gill's book that you all handed me. Um, all uh, seven hundred and some pages of it. Oh, you and can actually I, um I... dig in. Uh, once you get to chapter eighteen, there is um a, a sandbox pop up feature. Yeah, it was originally meant to be something where you could sort of get your hands in and play around, sort of create the world that you wanted to uh, live in, the y'all come back that you'd like to see. Uh, But most pages ended up just getting a lot of sand between the pages. 
Well, I'm looking forward to that. So far, I'm just on the chapter where, you know, the pelican becomes mayor. But uh, if you could inform me and maybe some of our outside... The animal the, mayor chapter. Uh, yep, it's, that's, that's, yep, that's a long one. It's probably the longest it's chapter in the book, honestly. Probably the longest chapter of my life. Um, but I'm just wondering, you know, for if we have any listeners out there outside of Yolkenbach, you know, that might be enticed by this Little Miss Cornhole, uh, tell us a little bit about it. Well, Little Miss Cornhole is only the social event of the season here in Yolkenbach. Or, at least it was, until around ten years ago. Anyways, it's a lovely little pageant that my mother, Agatha Smith-Jones-Johnson, founded as a way to bring people together to celebrate the youth and vibrancy and longevity of the community. So, tell me a little bit more about... Uh, your mother, I'm, I'm fascinated. I feel like the name Agatha Smith Jones Johnson came up in the um, the paragraph I was reading about the the brief tenure of the rhinoceros mayor who destroyed half of you know the fifth floor here at Town Hall. Um, is that a family name? Rhinoceros mayor? No, no. Uh, it was called rhinoceros mayor because he was in fact a rhinoceros. Yeah, it was a male uh, uh, black rhinoceros. Uh, he, yeah, he was mayor for about a week and a half, I believe, uh, until he jumped into the lake and swam off. You might not believe that rhinoceri can swim, but they can. It's pretty pretty speedily. I can see where you um, can get tripped up on that, Manny. But, uh, yep, just a, he was just a rhinoceros. Uh, but my mother, Agatha, <clears throat> well, she lived in a, she was a bit of a recluse. She lived in a, a tiny cabin on the only mountain on uh, the island. That's why we call it. Lone Mountain. Uh, she never really came into town that often uh, until she um, she got the the inclination to to start a beauty pageant. And be, and beauty pageant, I believe, is uh, sort of just one facet of it. Uh, Little Miss Cornhole certainly may have started out as sort of beauty pageant, but it really uh, started to highlight a lot of the sort of different uh, characteristics. J- j- just Wonderful people on the island became Little Miss Cornhole, or, or I guess they may have been born Little Miss Cornhole. It's really hard to say, uh, but it, it it wasn't just about the physical features. There was, there was also brains, of course. Uh, the number of jelly beans that you could hold in your large hands uh, that was that was sort of the qualification for one of the Little Miss Cornholes, I believe. Uh, another uh, uh, individual became Little Miss Cornhole uh, because they could identify any bird on the island simply by its excrement. Uh, I, I'm not saying I'm picking favorites, but uh, I mean, I am. that She was my favorite Little Miss Cornhole. Well, uh, I would have to say that my favorite Little Miss Cornhole was 1943 Little Jamie Jameson, uh, who famously milled every piece of lumber on the island, and she was only six years old. I'm sorry, that sounds incredibly inappropriate for a child to be doing that much labor. Well, uh, I would also say that from another perspective, maybe it's um, limiting to tell that child that they can't mill lumber. Yeah, frankly, Manny, this was uh, at a time when the uh, number of trees growing on the island was pretty minimal as it was. And Jamie, well, uh, she just had such a love for cutting shit down. And she took what was there, and she took it out, and she became Little Miss Cornhole because of it. Because of it, uh, though, it did sort of develop into sort of an ecological crisis when we were uh, 
didn't have any trees on the island for a couple of years there. We had to import a couple of trees, actually. Most of the trees on the island are uh, invasive species. Uh, it, it's true. Uh, for the most part, while um, the title of Little Miss Cornhole uh, confers many boons upon its, uh, its wilder, there are, um, there are also a few skeletons in the closet of the pageant, which is why, oh, why we haven't held it um, for the last ten years. But I actually have some very exciting news. We uh, love news here. Well, I have been digging in and pulling myself up by my tiny little Italian bootstraps, trying to think of ways that we can really increase the population on the island here mm-hmm. and uh, think about the kind of people that we want to bring in. So I am excited to announce that we are reviving Little Miss Cornhole. Oh, my God. Is oh. that? Are you joking right now? Incredible. Not only am I not joking... I have set up a social media page where people on the island can comment on how they think we can improve the pageant. And to draw people to the island, I have a top secret prize for Little Miss Cornhole in the works. And it's a big one, you guys. Oh, my God. You know, this combines two of my favorite things, Little Miss Cornhole uh, and also uh, suggestions uh, from our populace. So I, I, I... I I would say I'm thrilled, but clearly the little bit of urine that's leaking out into my pants right now is indicating as much. Well, I thought you might say so, uh, Gil. So I thought that maybe we could pull up that social media page and read off some of the comments that people have left. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I am really just so excited to do that. Uh, uh, baby, I am going to step away real quick uh, I, because I am getting... This is a little bit more urine than I thought it was, and I don't want to get him all over did your you, Italian bootstraps. Did you remember your your pill? Oh, I, I did not. I forgot it, and uh, I, I'll be right back. Asparagus again. Well, you know, he likes to eat his greens, Manny. He He's a growing man, and uh, he needs his nutrients. That's true. As a late-onset bloomer, Gil needs as much asparagus as possible. Uh, we learned enough about that last week, I would say. Um, well, let's let's dive right back in. Let's hit that, uh, let's hit that Facebook page, and we are going to see what some of these um, suggestions are for improving the pageant. And thank you, baby. I, you know, usually I like to have a heads up as the mayor of the town um, with huge initiatives like this. I imagine it's going to crunch the budget a little bit, but to give this podcast an exclusive this huge, I, I can't even be mad at your sweet little cherubic face. Well, you know, sometimes spontaneity is, uh, it's, uh, it's a thing that people need to improve. The mundane. Well, I couldn't have said, I could not have said that better. It came out smooth as peanut butter. Well, um, let's look at the comments, baby. Uh, what's the first <clears> one you're <throat> seeing? Uh, oh, well, it um, looks like the first one is actually from Linda, uh, our very first Little Miss Cornhole. Uh, let's see here. My God, she can it type. It says, um, Lots of ellipses and randomly capitalized words. Uh, The most that I can make out here says, She came for me and put me in a cauldron. End this satanic blasphemy. Hmm. 
Well, Linda is over a hundred years old. Right. She probably meant to put that on like a, a Yelp review for something. That seems just, you know, Linda, great at ice cream, terrible at Facebook, notoriously. Uh, I'm seeing a comment here. I'm back. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I was looking at the comments while I was uh, taking care of business back there. Uh, there are a lot of great ones on here. There are a lot of really good suggestions. I think the one I'm most excited about is this one right here from Lulu Wildo. Uh, I, Lulu, I think, is pretty well known for sort of her creative ideas uh, when it comes to pageantry. And I, I think that this one really hits the mark. Uh, she says that the newest Little Miss Cornhole should be considered based on their ability to create uh, a, a uh, sort of sarcastic cat-based comic. And I think that that's a smart idea. There have been so many really great strips about sarcastic cats, and I think that the new Little Miss Cornhole to really usher in this new age uh, really should be able to just stand toe-to-toe with those greats. I, I for one, uh, completely uh, agree, Gil. Um, if you recall, back in 1982, uh, the municipal school system here was uh, completely funded on a sarcastic comic strip about cats that um, Little Miss Cornhole had pinned. Yeah, I, I, I do remember that. It was, it, frankly, a little bit difficult, I, I remember, in sort of budgetary uh, meetings uh, there were a lot of teachers that were, I, I think, strict, strictly volunteers uh, since we decided to go entirely uh, sarcastic cat comic-based funding that year. Uh, but uh, on the other hand, uh, we got a lot more high scores on the uh, AP literature exam. Uh, so I'm not sure if those two things are related. but uh... We may never know since um, we had to... Um... Let our logic teacher go, so we'll never know if uh, correlation equals causation. I do believe we are getting a, a phone call. I'll go ahead and oh, take this one. Oh, thank you for calling Yalkenbach City Hall. What is your emergency and or non-emergency? Um, yes, hello. This is um, Sally Jane Sampson. I'm sorry to say it is a bit of an emergency today. My um, infant son, he's 236 days old. He's got his hand stuck in the drain. He was trying to help me unclog it, and I just can't get it out. Oh, oh what, 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 well, uh, lots of thoughts going on in my brain right now. Uh, number one being, uh, Manny, you've been taking some happy fun time courses over at the college. Uh, amateur plumbing, isn't that? right? I have. You know, just last week we learned how to turn a coat hanger into a wedding ring getter. Um, I would say if you're dealing with an infant stuck in the knots of your beautiful Rapunzel hair, uh, which I can only imagine based on your voice is uh, the situation, uh, my first thought is that Drano is a dangerous option. Um, anything okay. anything chemical-based seems like a bad idea to pour on your baby. <laughs> On the other hand, baking soda might be an option, depending on the fibrousness of your hair. Can you tell me how thick and luscious your hair is? Yes, uh, my hair is extremely thick, um, only because I got I got um, 16 feet of extensions put in last weekend. Uh, and my, uh, my second thought that's going on is, Sally Jane, you tell that cherubic little baby to hold his horses and keep those little fingers stuffed down the drain, because we are reviving... Little Miss Cornhole! Oh my gosh! Uh, Manny, we are speaking to none other than the, well, technically, longest reigning 
Little Miss Cornhole. Oh. Yeah, frankly, it's been difficult for me not to speak up this entire time. I've just been a little bit starstruck that we've got a real Little Miss Cornhole here on the line. Sally Jane, I know I see you basically every other day down at the wallet store, but it is just such a pleasure to have you on. Well, we're recording a podcast. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar, if you know about this, but we're recording this podcast. We just happened to be talking about Little Miss Cornhole, which we're, they're reviving. Oh, uh, it, it would... that is so exciting. You know, I have heard your podcast. Um, my little baby, he loves to fall asleep listening to it. Um, so it, I'm I'm so honored to be a part of it right now. Uh, so, uh, Sally, uh, Manny, uh, as you know, our new mayor, he is uh, not a resident of uh, the island until recently. <clears throat> Sally, could you um could you tell us a little bit about your experience as the technically longest reigning Little Miss Cornhole, and um maybe you could um touch on the tragic events that led us to postpone the pageant for so many years? Yes, of course. Well, you know, no Little Miss Cornhole ever expects to be reigning for longer than one year. Um, you know, it has been a blessing, though, because I was able to do a lot with my platform, which, as I'm sure, Manny, you might not be aware, but the rest of you all know, it was to ensure that cheerleading could be recognized as both a sport and an art form. And I made a lot of progress. I think we in this town has really come a long way in how respectful they are to our local cheerleaders. Um, but, you know, it, it is it, ten, 10 years is a long time, and I just really am so excited um, that that we have somebody we can have somebody new take over the reins. Um, you know, it, it was it was really sad. Um, that the next year when I found out that it wasn't going to happen, and then the year after that, and the year after that, uh, you know, um, I, I think I think the reason that uh, that we got into this terrible situation um, is because they they just they didn't have strict enough regulations about how much uh, how much corn uh, Little Miss Cornhole was allowed to ingest. Um, I know I just really had a lot of digestive issues for for years after that. I just ate way too much corn, and, uh, you know, I, I've been angry at my parents for years because they just really threw a fit. They just really threw a fit about my digestive issues that were caused by the amount of corn that I ate um, in my first year. Wow, there's, there's truly a lot to um, unpack there, metaphorically and literally, it sounds like. Um, the first thing I want to say is I, I love the idea of your platform um, respecting cheerleading. It's a little known fact that before I worked at Flights of the Round Table Arthurian Dinner Theater and Microbrewery, I actually worked at a 50s diner drive-in and dinner theater. And in my first production there, I played Sandy in an all-male production of Grease. And those cheerleading scenes were just the toughest. Um, truly, when I had to get most in touch with my physicality, with my with my artistness, um, so I love that about your platform. Before we get to this um, this corn digestion, I wonder if you can talk just a little bit more about the importance of cheerleading on this island. Um, you know, if I'm a little girl out there somewhere else and I want to come to Yelkenback and be a comebacker cheerleader, uh, why 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 should I convince my mom to move here and uh, take up permanent residence, preferably in the next few months? Yes, well, you know, the thing about cheerleading in this town is it's really special than any other um, because not only is our local cheerleading squad, you know, a, a typical cheering for sports teams and all of that, but we also double as a synchronized swimming squad. Um, you know, this town is really thankful. I'm really thankful that we have the inner lake where we're able to um, not only support our, our sports teams from the sidelines, but also from the middle 
of the pond. Um, it's it's really a special it's really a special thing. I couldn't agree more. It's it, it and frankly, it was uh, a real blessing that uh, that Sally Jane uh, sort of took this initiative in in making cheerleading both a sport and an art form. Uh, because before it was strictly understood uh, as a form of debate or rhetoric. Uh, anyone that sort of really wanted to win over an argument would just immediately begin cheerleading. Uh, all, all sort of any shade that you wanted to throw at someone else needed to be said in the form of a chant, uh, preferably done in some kind of triangular fashion. Uh, and, and, and that took a lot of time. Um, so the fact that we transitioned cheerleading away from debate into uh, a, a art and, uh, and, and sport is, uh, well, I, I think it saved everyone on the island a lot of time. Mm. Uh, Manny, you, um, you might actually be aware of Sally Jane and uh, not even realize it. Uh, over at the good old community college, Sally Jane actually teaches a happy fun time course called Chart Cheer Art. I I need to I'm going to show up. I know we can't sign up. I learned that last week, but I will show up um whenever it is. We do ex- we do accept um spectators on Wednesday mornings at 7:30 a.m. So feel free to stop in. Uh you know, that's the that's the time where we do our our favorite um activity uh which is um some square dancing. We do every Wednesday morning at 7:30 a.m. The girls just love it. It's a great it's a great midweek warm up. And, and many if you if you get sort of really excited about what you see there and you, you think you might want to join, it is very competitive, so you probably won't make make the main team uh but uh, there is actually a, a sort of an auxiliary squad, I suppose, uh the cheerleaders for the cheerleading squad. Uh that you can probably make on uh, I I did uh, I I did spend a little tenure there on on the auxiliary team um, sort of intramural cheerleading uh, uh, we I would not uh, toot my own horn but we were pretty good I uh, I made a pretty good top of that pyramid that was during my short stays of course well Gil I'm sure you were a great top and I will also say don't underestimate my back tuck I'm as flexible as Linda Graybill's ice cream prices. Um, but I do want to get to this 10-year gap, baby, that you mentioned, and um, Sally Jane, you alluded to. Is is this a case of not wanting to constipate children? Am I understanding that correctly? What happened with the corn ingestion? Well, um, it's, um, it's a long and dark tale that um, all starts with little Harper McHarper. Um, I, uh, Sally Jane... Sally Jane, you uh, you might have to take this one for me. Uh, please try and uh, if if you if you're going to sort of say all of it, let me know and I'll step away again because I'm not sure I can make it through this story one more time. If it gets too dark for you, I completely understand. It's a it's a difficult thing for me to look back on as well. But so in in my year in my competition, um, little Miss Harper McHarper, she was uh, she ended up taking second place um, to me. She just didn't have the tap dancing skills that I do, but she, she was, a. Uh, so as you all know, uh, the last phase of the competition is a corn eating contest. Now, many people often might think, oh, corn dog eating, but no, it was just corn. Um, it was not off the cob, which for some of these children, 
uh, is just really a struggle. They just don't have, you know, I know Harper McHarper was as young as five years old at the time, and I think she just didn't have the motor skills developed uh, to, to eat the corn with the, with the diligence and the speed that was required of her in, in this competition. And uh, I just... And frankly, the human body is just not supposed to digest cobs. Like, they're not supposed... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, it was really sad. She didn't understand that you were supposed to eat the corn off of the cob, and she just swallowed them whole. She didn't even chew. Oh, my God. And, whole uh, cobs? I mean, we talk about the indigestion that I had for, for, a good, for a good four years after that, but, I mean, Harper McHarper, she, did, she didn't make it a week. I'm sorry, she didn't make it a week. What do you mean? Well... We we did we did bury her in the bottom of the pond. We weighed her body down with with some some beautiful crystals, and uh, it was a sad day for this town. Really, I've got to leave. I'm sorry. Still to this day, Manny, um, around the time that Little Miss Cornhole is usually hailed, uh, it it's still a, a ghost story that the children tell every time they they pass a cornfield. They say. Go and hug your mama, or little Harper McHarper's gonna come and shove a cob up ya. There are those of us who still wear these Azurite gemstones around our necks. I wear mine every morning. I put it on, and I remember how we weighed her little body down. Just tying each of these gems to one of her limbs. I charge mine in the moonlight um, for positivity and to honor the memory of Little Harper, Harper. Yes, all at my studio, all of the cheerleaders, we we tie them uh, to to the bottoms of our skirts in remembrance. Um. Well, this sounds this sounds like a tale that has clearly shaken the town of Yolkenbach, and I I am sorry to have not heard it before, and I'm also sorry to have um, gone scuba diving around that area last week. Um, I will return those crystals promptly. I had no idea. Um, baby, what are what are we what are we taking from this? What's what's happening in the revival of Little Miss Cornhole that will keep us from tragedy and and send us toward hope? Um, well, <clears throat> for our listeners, you can't see, but I am respectfully kissing my um, little Harper crystal, um, Manny. I am so happy and pleased to announce that. In this revival, in this new reincarnation of Little Miss Cornhole, we have abolished the corn-eating contest. And instead, we will have an ice cream-eating contest. And our ice cream will be supplied by none other than Linda, our very first Little Miss Cornhole. Wow. Um, great. I am 98% on board with this. I do have one question. Um, I know that we, we've... We were talking, I think it was our um, first week, about, you know, how cats uh, virally on the internet will lick, lick, lick that ice cream and get a brain freeze. Um, I imagine the same is for children. I wouldn't know. I've never given a child ice cream. Um, But uh, how are we going to prevent brain freeze in the children uh, vying for the vaunted crown of Little Miss Cornhole? Well, um, I'm I'm sure that... um... Sally Jane can speak to this as a mother. I I think brain freeze is a, a myth. Um, 
Yes, uh, uh, we, we do need to make sure that the children um, are eating it as fast as possible because what I have heard is that if you eat it at a medium speed, um, your, your brain can form ice crystals, um, which obviously we're all very sensitive to crystals in this town with our past events. But, you know, my, my baby, he just, he just wants it down and he's perfectly fine. Yeah, Manny, it's re it's really the speed uh, uh, that you eat the ice cream yes. uh, that is most important here, and and not to sort of harp on this, but you, I'm gonna go back to some harp. <laughs> oh my God, I'm sorry, uh, not to dwell on this, uh, but uh, something you said just a moment ago, you've never given ice cream to a child. Well, Gil, as you know, I'm I'm still. I'm still a young bachelor. I'm new to the area. Uh, I've, I've. Manny, this explains so much about you. Your sort of somber demeanor in the mornings when I, when I wave at you on the way into work. Uh, the way that when we're both in the stalls in the bathroom that you don't whistle along with me. Uh, giving ice cream to a child is one of life's many joys. Uh, well, Gil, to be clear, I have served many children. As you know, when I was acting at Flights of the Round Table, Arthurian Dinner Theater and Microbrewery, we served just alongside our acting. And, you know, yeah, uh, the, the, the only issue count. was... Sorbet is not the same well, the, thing. Well, and, to, you know, our only dessert was the turkey cutlet sorbet, but that's it was, you know, with the period piece. But I look forward to one day, um, perhaps on the campaign trail, if, if ever I'm to, you know be lucky enough to go for re-election, um, I will hand a child some ice cream, Gil. Um, that doesn't mean I'm going to whistle along with you in the bathroom, because frankly, uh, your choice of song this morning was upsetting. Edelweiss is, is a beautiful song. Oh, my. Okay. Um, anyway, we are so lucky to have Lomas Cornhole Emeritus on the line. Is there anything else... You want to let us know or what, what's going on in your life now that you've had this crown for 10 years and bared that heavy burden of being the last? Uh, you know, Manny, speaking of last, I would hate to be the last person to find out about the great deals from our next sponsor. Uh, why don't you tell us a bit about them? This week's podcast episode is brought to you by Hello Flesh. Are you tired of eating vegetables, wishing you could replace whole grains with nothing but whole gains? Then it's time you hit the subscribe button on Hello Flesh. Hello Flesh is a weekly food box delivered to your door, and get this, comebackers, it's filled with nothing but meat. Guys, I tried it out this past week, got the complimentary box from our friends at Hello Flesh, and I have to tell you, I was blown away. Uh, the first meal I tried was the Italian sausage meatballs over ground turkey pasta with a bacon grease gravy glaze. And let me tell you, my heart is still pounding from the excitement I felt by that flood of blood, by that skeet, skeet, skeet of meat, meat, meat in my mouth, as I think the kids are saying. Anyway, I sent each of you a complimentary box this week, so w which meals were your favorite? Uh, you know, um, Manny, I have to say as a... As a scrawny little ectomorph myself, uh, the macronutrient that I have to pay the most attention to is protein. protein. And I, I really loved the Moroccan Greek curry sausages. I just stuffed that meat in, couldn't cram it down fast enough. And let me tell you, I am packed. 
full of meat. I'm so glad to hear that. I'm so glad to hear that, Gil. I had the pleasure of getting the Feet Trio flatbread pizza. Uh, it had uh, chicken feet, hog's feet, and cow hoof meat uh, on top of a flatbread made entirely uh, of quail egg whites. Uh, I have to say it was uh, perfectly salty, and uh, I found very uh, little nail in any of mine. Incredible. Well, if any of those delicious, meaty, keto-friendly meals sound good to you, or if you're trying to send your pecs bouncing into your Gaston chin and spinach-free grin, go to HelloFlesh.net slash Comebacker and get your first box for 50% off. That's HelloFlesh.net slash Comebacker, or use promo code BACK at checkout. That's B-A-C-K. You'll never go back to your old heart rate again. HelloFlesh. And we're back. And, you know, we are so lucky to have little Miss Cornhole Emeritus here with us on the emergency line. But we probably should leave that baby open in case anybody has something going. And speaking of babies, we might want to come back to yours that's stuck in a drain. But first, little Miss Cornhole Emeritus, is there anything else you want to let us know about what's going on in your life, what it's been like to hold this title for 10 years, um, how you are? (sighs) Oh my goodness. Well, no one ever asked me how I am, first of all, so thank you so much. Um, You know, it it has been quite the burden, as I mentioned before, but I have made the most of it. You know, in the last couple of years, I actually have started my own nail polish line. Um, I I sell it at the local gas station, um, and uh, I do mix the polishes in my own basement, so they're not FDA approved. Uh, but my baby wears them, and, and he's just fine. So please pick yourself up some. Well, you heard it here uh, first. Many, you can look right here. Uh, uh, you can see I'm actually wearing uh, the, one of the newest colors here on both of my thumbs oh. uh, and on my uh, middle toe. Uh, I, I've got two different colors. Uh, Sally Jane, I'm wearing uh, uh, camouflage uh, on my thumbs. Mm. Uh, I've got the camouflage color on the thumbs. And then on my middle toes, uh, I, I've got... Uh, royal blue elephant green. I, <clears throat> I am um, actually uh, a, a customer as well. Uh, Sally Jane, I paint my cat's claws with um, Harper's Bazaar. Um, not Bazaar as in um, a free air market. Bazaar as in little Harper McHarper was a little bit bizarre, and um, Sally started this color Interesting. to um, What's... pay homage to her. Yes, that that color in particular was inspired by the color of her vomit, you know, right at the end there, so. That. It was uh, quite a lustrous color, um, despite tragedy of it all. The yellow, yellow, yellow. It really, it really was. I'll never forget it. Well, on that note, um, Sally Jane, thank you so much for calling in. Um, we hope that this isn't the last time we hear from you. Um, but until we meet again at uh, Little Miss Cornhole when you're passing on that wreath of corn stalks, um, thanks. Thanks for calling, and this, is, uh, this has been a pleasure. Yes, thank you all so much. And just before I go, I'll let you know that my um, my boyfriend did end up using the Drano, so we're on our way to the emergency room. But thank you all so much for speaking with me. I've enjoyed it. 
Bye, Sally. It's been so great chatting with you and catching up. And you give that sweet little baby a kiss. For me. I sure will. And some aloe vera, please. <laughs> well, baby, that has to have been a thrill for you to have, um, you know, such an esteemed member of our town and the Little Miss Cornhole tradition calling in. Um, I can't help but wonder, you know, with all of this excitement, you know, listeners are going to be at the top of their excitement right here. I just happen to feel like something's missing. You mentioned earlier a prize, and um, I think our fans are wondering what the that prize could be. Uh, well, um, <clears throat> I guess now is good a time as any. I have um, my tweet all typed out, all ready to fire off into the ether of the internet, and... Well, baby, just one, just one, just one second. Could you have Gil copy edit that really quickly? Ever since last week's misspelling tweet issue, I just want to make sure you have some eyes behind any public announcements. Um, you know the the announcement about pubic school attendance um, caused a little controversy. Uh, I, I um I am aware. Um, there were um a lot of people who were um offended by um my lack of awareness for um people who are born without pubic hairs but for what it's worth uh manny uh i actually did copy edit that and uh i thought baby was uh sending out a tweet about uh pubic school which i i was attending that night specifically to become uh, more informed about uh these individuals born without pubic hairs i mean gil if anybody should know according to henry it's you Anyway, um, we don't want to go down that road again. I know it's a sore subject. Um, well, baby, uh, fine. I, I'm going to – I see your tweet here. You, you've slid me the note. I think it looks great. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to – I approve. So let our audience know, what's the prize? Well, there is a bit of a disclaimer, and this is where baby's genius came in. You can – only claim the prize and participate in the Little Miss Cornhole pageant if you are a legal resident of Yalkumback. And our oh. prize is a starring role in an upcoming movie. And I don't want to name drop, but the director is an up-and-coming star whose name rhymes with Schmistopher Schmolen. Oh my gosh, that is very exciting, and I think, uh, your attempts there to sort of be coy is not going to work on any uh, true Yalkenbeck resident, as we all know that Listopher Lolan is uh, the only real filmmaker on the island uh, with any promise. Oh, you got me there. And Oh, it sounds like we are getting uh, another call. Uh, let me go ahead oh, and take wow. this one. Is this an emergency or a non-emergency? Um, hello, yes, um, it, it is me again, it's me, Sally Jane, um, this time it's not an emergency, but I was just wondering if you could give me any advice about, about how to get my baby to go to sleep, um, he has just been crying nonstop ever since the incident earlier, and I just don't know what to do. Uh, well, maybe you could tell your baby that, uh, we have a, a crazy new prize for Little Miss Cornhole this year, and he'll just dream big. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. Well, what is it? Uh, well, it is a starring role in an upcoming film <gasps> here on the island. 
Well, that is just the best news I've ever heard. You know, I have had dreams for my baby since the day he was born that he would be a movie star. So I know he's a little bit young, and he's typically Little Miss Cornhole is for is for little girls. But I might just have to try to enter him. Yeah, and but and you know, not to uh, not to sort of jump in here. Uh, I am going to be respectful of your uh, title as a Little Miss Cornhole emeritus, but uh, uh, I. I intend to enter as well, so don't uh, give uh, too much hope to your uh, son there, uh, because I can eat a heck of uh, a lot of ice cream. So, and I intend to do as much as I can. Well, that that does sound like like stiff competition, but I guess we'll just have to start have to start training little Timmy right away. He'll be he'll be ready. Don't worry. Um. This is maybe a good time, baby. Briefly, uh, I think some you, some listeners, uh, like myself, uh, mostly myself, might be confused to hear Gil say that he's entering. Uh, they might be thinking, Little Miss Cornhole, what's a middle-aged man got to do with that? And while we're definitely here for not making this about only girls entering, why is it that adults can enter? What are the rules? Let us know some of the guidelines so anyone out there that might want to become a Yolkenbach resident and eligible for this pageant uh, can know the rules. Oh, well, uh, uh, Manny, that is a a great point. And um, I do admit it it can be a little uh, misleading that it's called Little Miss Cornhole. Uh, It's actually um, M-Y-S as in mystery little mystery cornhole as in the mystery of the gender and age spectrum uh, mm. so it um it is open to anyone of any identity um as long as they are a legal resident of y'all come back excellent yeah you'll recall that we spoke about the uh, different qualifications that uh sort of developed over time uh since the first little miss cornhole that makes a a winner for this contest uh really a lot of those especially during the early ones um sort of tended to shove out uh people that weren't uh young ladies uh and so i I, for example i've never been able to win before uh because i i never sort of was seen as the cutest or uh i certainly couldn't eat that much corn uh but but uh the the uh that really i think that this year could be could be my chance i think i think it's anyone's game uh there are just so many qualifications now uh i know certainly i can hold a heck of a lot of jelly beans so i think i've got that part of the conversation and i am just excited for all of the participants and i only wish that i could enter every year i try to my mother would say no child you are the flesh vessel and one day you will understand <laughs> she was such a joker <laughs> Oh, I miss your mom. How is she? Oh, well, um, as you know, she is well over a hundred years old now, uh, and she she likes to uh to rock in, in her chair. Uh she likes to mutter into corners, you know, all of her favorite hobbies. She's still right at them. I remember just like it was yesterday. Yeah, it seems like the last time that I saw her was uh during that thunderstorm uh, a couple weeks back when I just saw her shadow there on the top of uh on top of the mountain, um, it seems like she was yelling into the sky, but uh, I figured that was just part of one of your Thursday night yells. Oh, oh yep, uh, yep, uh, she uh, she gets very excited about thunderstorms. It uh, uh, seems to be one of the only things that motivates her these days. Well, Agatha sounds like a treasure. I do want to get back, you know, this is 
a public service line and I want to be a, a public service to our listeners and Sally Jane, even to our most famous listeners like yourself. So I want to give a, maybe a little advice, you know, when, uh, as a performer, I, I think that there is a place for song in putting babies to sleep, especially babies who are dealing with chemical burns. Um, it can be hard to nod off when you're feeling your first layer of skin bubbling and festering. So one thought I'm having is, you know, this morning, Gil's choice of stall song was inappropriate, I would say, um, for a morning poop. But yesterday, he was singing this beautiful lullaby um, that he told me uh, was the, the Yolkenbach uh, lullaby of, of lore. And I, I couldn't get it out of my head. It was so soothing. It almost, I almost nodded off to sleep right there at the sink uh, here at Town Hall. So Gil, maybe maybe um, Sally Jane could put her speaker on, and you could do a little a little bit of that lullaby for us. Well, you're really putting me on the spot here, Manny. But uh, I am as uh, as a, a little Miss Cornhole uh, contestant. I'm throwing my name in now. Uh, I, I'll never turn down the chance to uh, to sing a song. So <clears throat> you gotta let me just get ready here. Mm-hmm. Take your time. Uh, 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 Gil, I'll uh, I'll jump in and uh, provide you some accompanying uh, backing vocals. Uh, I re- I appreciate it, there, baby. And a one, do, and a two, and a one, two, three. When you look do, in the sky, do, 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 do you see the butterfly? Well, Sally Jane, is is little Timmy knocked out? I will say, you know, he's not quite asleep, but he did poop for the first time in a week, so y'all really did something special with that. Thank you so much. Change my choice of songs in the morning, then. Yes, I, I think you found the perfect uh, constipation relief ability right there. <sighs> Sounds like the Little Miss Cornholes of Lore could have used that song. Uh, well, thank you all so much. It's been such a pleasure. Well, that sound means that it's time for the time, weather, and community announcements. It is 6.33 on a Wednesday. Uh, it's uh, a little chilly, but hopefully it warms up. But it normally doesn't do that at nighttime. Uh, in community announcements, the Kimchi, Chai Tea, and Chi Chi Festival is coming next this coming Wednesday and Thursday uh, behind the hotel parking garage. Come celebrate your favorite fermented cabbage, spicy tea blend, and or anime mother with like-minded folks. The Lactation Ladies Co-op are having a lasagna dinner this Friday at the Lactation Station. Next in community announcements, if you are the owner of the triple-decker duck boat with, quote, poop deck party written on the side, the Yalkenbach Transportation Department and the family of Captain Rhonda Boot kindly ask that you move to a legal parking dock. You're blocking Captain Rhonda's ferry, and some of our visitors have declined our repeated requests for permanent staycations, so move that boat. 
it's that time of year again to jump forward to using staples instead of paper clips. Say goodbye to those foldy fellas until six months from now. The annual Yolkenback Caterpillar Convention will be held in the open field by Old Jacob's Hemp Farm on March 19th of next year. This year's theme, Fuzzy Pillars and Remembering Lionel Miller, who passed away this year after serving as Yolkenback Caterpillar Club President for 67 trips around the butterfly life cycle. Convention goers are encouraged to BYOC. The Yolkenback Scream Circle will be hosting a viewing party of Scream, followed by a silent auction. And if any of those sound like a place you'd like to call home, remember, this is Yolkenback. This is Yolkenback as an improvised podcast performed by Corey Collins, Josiah Knight, and Cameron Lindsay. Music written and performed by Caleb Ritchie. Check out his music at Caleb Ritchie Music on Facebook. Our cover art was done by Pip Lloyd. You can find Pip and their work on Twitter with the username at underscore proto Pip. Our special guest, Sally Jane Sampson, was played by Molly LeFavors. Molly is an alumni of the Transylvania University Improv Group, Impromptu, as well as a current member of the Louisville-based improv group, Extra Crispy. Molly also works at the Louisville-based nonprofit, Fun for the Arts, which supports the impact the arts have had on the greater Louisville community by providing operating support to numerous arts organizations, ensuring arts access for all people, supporting arts education, and working to ensure equity, diversity, and inclusion in the arts. Learn more about Fun for the Arts at their website, funforthearts.org. Eager for more This Is Y'all Come Back? Or have a community announcement that you'd like to be read on the show? Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Y'all Come Back Pod on Twitter and at This Is Y'all Come Back on Instagram. Our email is yallcomebackpodcast at gmail.com. That's Y-A-L-L-C-O-M-E-B-A-C-K podcast at gmail.com. If you really want to support This Is Y'all Come Back, you can support us on Patreon where we're always eager to hear your suggestions for new content and ways that we can engage with our listeners. If you like what you heard here, please hit subscribe so we can get the newest episode in your feed every week. And while you're at it, leave a five-star review. Finally, share the show with your friends. Just like the people of Yalkenback, we're looking to grow, and we would love to welcome more folks into our community. Thanks for listening.